0: I've been, yeah. it's the black country blokes tune the fat with me kev dylan lee cabman and our special guest today is Stephen Hobbs. now today we're talking about our uh, mouth support group now steve's one of the people who comes to our support groups and tonight we're not going to be able to talk about names of people who come and things they've been through because we have the wall of silence we'll only interfere with the wall of silence if you're at risk of hurting yourself or someone else so I think it's really brave that Steve's come on uh, to talk about it. So first, Steve, how, how did you find out about our group?
2: Um, ours, I found it through a post that was posted on the local pages, you know, like uh, Spotted Broyle and, and pages. Ours was um, the Bromley Pen's Net group. That's when I first seen your post. Thought it was something that you know, be worth looking
0: into. And when you've come, I mean, I mean, when me and Steve, when me and um, Lee first went to Tough Enough Care. You don't know what to expect. You think it's going to be like, hi, am an Kevin Denham, I'm an alcoholic and it's going to be. And what, what have your experiences been? Were they, were they what you thought it was going to be or is it been completely different?
2: Um, to be honest with you, when I first come, I was a bag of nerves. I, I didn't know what to expect because these type of groups, you don't know what persons are going there, what type of problems they've been through. So when you sit there and then you hear people talking, and then something crops up that relates to you. It makes you feel more comfortable because it means then you've got something that you can relate to that person, or at least contribute towards that group.
0: I remember in the first one, um, I'm all right saying this, but like within the, I think there's eight of us there. and the six of us, either someone who had a disability or their child had a form of a disability. And you saw these blokes in the room who remember talking to me. So I say to the mate then the pub. Oh, how's your, your Kevin? It's all right, Bert. But it's great to have that group where you had men who were going through the same problems, different problems but around the same thing, actually communicating about it.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we've always struggled with our eldest and his, his problems that he's got um, and to be in a group with other people that have got children in that, or in that stage or a, a little bit more further progressed than what my child is. It was a lot of help, especially with the advice that they could give back to me, uh, which is advice that we can't seek help with until we've got a full-on prognosis of what his problems are. So to get that extra bit of advice and to know that other people, not just moms, not just dads, other people do have that issue within their life. And it, it does make it easier for me to you know, receive that information from somebody else.
0: That? we always say we're not experts, but we have had experience with that. And Lee, I mean, you've had bucket loads of experience with, haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've had bucket loads of experience with with disability working working within it and um, and with my daughter being disabled. But I'll go back to what we mentioned earlier. There was the, it, there's so many you, you wouldn't think like uh, last night we had I think six in, and um, you wouldn't think would be. <laughs> in such a small group, that much in common. But actually, there isn't, The sea like yesterday.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, again, we can't go into conversation because it's not fair on the people who, who come. Um, but all of us pretty much had something in, in common within terms of a mental uh, illness within that group.
2: Exactly. Like I say, in my position, just to know somebody else is going through the same stuff that we're going through or have been through the stuff that we're going through. It's such a massive help.
0: And I think like when, you, when you're when asking for help, we, we've talked about this before, like sometimes when you're applying for help with a situations out of your control and how intimidating it can be when you're talking to these um, very intelligent people and they make you feel like you're scamming it. But when you talk to other dads and they're going, well... Persevere with it because you are entitled to it all. Just because I haven't given you a diagnosis now, persevere. And more you persevere, more it comes. And I think by hearing that to someone who's been there (coughs) themselves, it's not like a a save by the bell after school special. It's real people saying, I've been there and I feel your frustration. I believe that helps. Yeah, real life experiences always help. Do you know what I
2: mean? You can't go onto the internet and look up stuff. Because, either some stuff's misleading. Uh, the medical jargon is just so complicated half the times to understand. So, how do you how, how do you help yourself in that situation or them type of situations? How do you help yourself apart from being able to speak to somebody who's got life experience within that within that situation? Do you know what I mean? So, it is it is it's a comfort to know that. You know, other people do go through that. And there are people out there who have been through it, who can help you. And it's not just text that someone's learnt in a
0: book or text that you've read off the internet. Well, one of our guests, Anna Rockwell, wrote uh, the other way, and she said an art of communication. And sometimes when you talk to these these professional bodies, they use very intelligent words, but for average Joe's It can be very intimidating, and for intimidated, we tend not to ask follow-up questions. But if you're talking to some average day bloke, don't leave. Sorry, bro, I didn't understand that. Could you repeat that? And then they put in words that they could understand and you can understand. And knowledge is all about understanding what the other person's on about. Oh yeah, I think when when it comes to the
2: way you speak to the medical professions, it's almost like a, a. a brush it off type of tactic that they use and they try and confuse you with words so you don't try and pursue it in, in some cases um, but yeah I think if it, if, if it was just put in layman's terms if it was just simple inform- information simple instructions a lot of people would be able to cope with their situations a lot more than what they would do if they are just given the medical jargon
0: and I think what's united everyone in these groups, not just our groups, in the tough enough to care groups, it's brilliant. They run every Monday, even Cradley Heath, all in Warping. <coughs> Checking out, check out them as well. But it's having average Joes Joes necessarily from different backgrounds, different upbringings, and it's surprising how much we do have in common. And I think it's been amazing when you were when you were talking about like computers and Minecraft because <coughs> I'm from that generation. I just have no idea about it. What you talking about? It, it was amazing. It wasn't just teenagers. It was in the 30s to 40s, to 50s. people who are going through gaming addiction and different stuff that is just alien to me. So, if you wouldn't mind, could you explain a bit about it for me, please? Yeah, well, well
2: basically, I've suffered with, I've been through gaming addiction myself. It nearly cost me my relationship many years ago. Um, it is a subject that not many people are aware of, and that the medical profession don't really want to, agree, you know, admit to. But it is there. It, it is a you know, it is a serious matter that needs to be taken into consideration, especially with children. You know, kids who are, who are stuck watching tablets, watching YouTube, you know, playing Xboxes, Playstations, they they get into this virtual world, and they've got no they've got no social skills. They've got no, they've, you know, they're not socially aware when it comes to going outside. And then when they go outside, they try and take that virtual world with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, even from child, it even affects adults. Adults who get into gaming on mobile phones, you know, uh, these pay-to-play games where adults are spending hundreds, hundreds of thousands of pounds just to play a game. And then and then to that gaming addiction, then, you know, moves on to gambling. It's a sense. It's a, it's a form of gambling. So then you're using. You know, you're going to affect your livelihood by go, by playing a simple game that you're spending a couple of hundred pounds on. But you always want to be that one step ahead. It's the same with any game, any type of game that requires you to level up or to be the best. It requires money. That then becomes a vicious cycle because not only you're stuck on the game because you you can't get off it because you just want to level up that one time or you just want to beat that one boss, and then. All of a sudden, then it's going into finances. So then you're affecting yourself, your relationships, or, you know, if you're a single person, you've, your livelihoods by spending X amount of money on games.
0: But I've seen so, it like with my little girl, and it's like she's just, you, you know, you have to free games. <clears throat> and if she wants to, I don't know, color a butterfly red, it says, you can't use red, you have to pay for it. And we won't let that. Yeah. But even from a young age, it's, you could spend your pocket money on it. And then from your pocket money, it could be your wages. And as you say, it's a form of if you want the next level, if you want to progress, you have to pay. And it's almost teaching kids how to have a credit card, isn't it? Yeah, and
2: the thing is, the game, game developers know this. They know this. Uh, why the government haven't put play, things in place to stop this from happening? Because kids, kids will buy stuff. My kids... The amount of times they've gone, oh, I've accidentally bought Roblox, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. You buy Roblox, that's £5 a time. All right, They do that 10 times, it's £50. And there's, there's no guidelines to stop them from doing that. But it affects you financially, even though the child didn't mean to do it, or they're not actually into it. It's affecting you financially because then you've got to make sure you're putting that money back. Because once it's gone, you can't recoup it. You can't get it back. Because all they say to you is, well, lock out your accounts, but there should be something in place to stop these type of games, because, like
0: you they said, are, they target the younger kids. Because you, they are trying to do that. Sorry, sorry, Lee, you go on. Mate.
1: You, you can't complete these games anymore, either, can you? Because, like, when I used to play yeah. PlayStation Two, One, and Two, you, you, at some point that game would finish. You'd complete it, yeah. but that that's not the case anymore, is it? That it, you it, it just—it's a rolling game. It keeps keeps going on. They keep updating. They keep moving it on. So you can you can spend infinity of money, really, can't you? There's no, you you can't get to the end of it, so you could keep spending all day long, and still yeah. you could put three million pound, and it wouldn't make a blind bit of difference.
2: No, it'll make you like the top player for a couple of weeks, and then you'll always have that one person who will put that little bit more in, mm. and then you then it's it it it's, it's essentially becomes gambling. It's, it's no bad. It's no different to gambling. When it comes to pay to play games, you might as well just be gambling because that's what it is. You're pumping your money into something that you're not going to
0: see a return from. Because, like on some gambling toys now, they are doing like, um, <coughs> where they are putting a cap on it, aren't they? Because I know in one stage, like in the old fruit machine, you put a pound in, you pull the lever, press the button, but then there was having those gamblers we put a like twenty-five quid or two hundred and fifty pound in, so they kind of started making those uh, more illegal or not being able to do on your mobile phone. But do you think they should be doing it on these games? Yeah, they, they should be restricting realistically they sh- any any
2: games say all games are, are rated just like your movies any games under say 15 or 16 rating they should be free no matter what the game is no matter what's entailed in the game should be free because it's kids that are playing these games if you're going to pay play things like you know call of duty and Fortnite, pub Fortnite and PUBG were pay-to-play games. yeah. So you had, at one point, you had to pay in order to be the best. Call of Duty, when they brought out their multiplayer platform game, which was Warzone, they'd done it all free to stop this from happening because Fortnite and PUBG were just literally soaking up the market, taking kids' money left, right and centre. Because kids would want the latest prop, because they want to be in, the, in, in with their friends, because their friends got it, they want it. So then they're spending money on their parents' cards and the parents don't know. And eventually, and other- he, 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 sorry, Kev, it could it could lead to gambling later on in life because they're getting that fix from gaming now. When then, when they're too old for them games, it could be the fact that they want to go to the pub and play slots, or they want to go to the casino and play at the tables. Do you know what I mean? And it could get them into a more, you know, a more severe financial problem later on in life if it's not stopped now.
0: Or even if it's not just a gambling, where is that money coming from? You're paying. Five pound, ten pounds fifty pound a week, let's put it fifty pound a week. But if you haven't got that money in your bank, then you're going to overdraft. Then you're in debt. Yep. And you know, if you can't pay that debt off, that's when your life can start falling apart, isn't it? Exactly. And it's it's
2: not just that. It's you got kids these days don't they don't appreciate the value of money. Yeah. You know, with lockdown, with COVID, everybody is struggling. But the kids don't understand that. The kids just see it as Well, you're still getting paid. We're still getting some form of money. So we should still be able to have what we want. And it makes it harder for families that are struggling. I mean, my wife's on furlough. um, So we get her money. Um, It literally pays the bills by the end of the month. And when the kids come to you, can we have this for the game, Dad? Can we have that for the game? It's disheartening for you as a parent to turn around and say no to your child because... They should be able to have what they want, but you can't afford to do it because of the way situations is. So when you've got companies that are allowing kids to purchase stuff through your accounts and you don't know, it's putting that family into more of a financial struggle because you can't, you can't, you can't call that money back. They allow you to do it a couple of times, and that's it.
0: And like, I suppose, like because like you know when we're on the PlayStation or the the Sagas, you 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 pay that. Let's call it £50 for a game. It wasn't that much, but £50 a game. But yeah. now that we could all be playing on this game, the three of us, and you could pick on me because I haven't got the specific sword or the specific whatever it is. So do you think that there's like online bullying with it as well because you can't afford to have the new level? Oh, without a shadow of doubt. Without a shadow of doubt.
2: I've seen it many times. I've seen it with my own children where people have took the mick out of them because... They haven't got the best stuff, and you know they're only going from free to play, so they've got like whatever max stuff that they can get for free. And then because they're falling behind, or they've not got as many kills, they're not scoring as many goals. They do get they do get put down for it, and it does it is. It, I would say yes, it would be linked to a, a severe, you know, internet bullying problem.
0: But if, if you think they're like someone like me who has no idea, but you've just like named a few things like financial instability where you can't afford it then you have debt (coughs) then you have gambling then you have um potentially bullying through it and then through that thing of potential grooming because you're on there and tell you what we could be friends and i'll give you money if you're my friend and we all know where that can lead so it's a world that people like myself would just brush under the car people yeah for so many people, it sounds <coughs> bloody devastating and you. It's 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 an unpoliced world, Kev. It's an
2: unpoliced world. There's no there's no bodies out there governing what happens on these multiplayer games. Um, you have to you have to go by groups. So you have to keep your you have to be like very social aware when it comes to online gaming. So you have to. There's many groups that you have to join because there's games like Roblox, which is specifically car- targeted for young kids from, you know, and they can easily be be picked up by predators because anyone can pretend to be anybody. So when it comes to anything online, anybody can be anybody. And I do not allow my children to play online, period. when my eldest added, I I went out fishing one day with a friend um, and my Xbox is linked to my phone. So anything that happens on my Xbox comes through to my phone. My oldest lad was playing uh, Warface. And then all of a sudden, I got a friend notification. Straight away, I was on to the wife. He needs to get him off the computer because he's adding people he doesn't know. And we, this, But this is my oldest lad, the one who's who's got autistic traits. So he's not social aware anyway. So we cannot physically allow him to play online games because we can't trust that he would be safe in himself and that he wouldn't talk to a random person. So it, it's a very dangerous world online gaming, and it's not policed at all.
1: Uh, Steve Ansels actually brought up a good point here um, with gar- regards to caps, now now we could possibly <coughs> put caps on children and, and stop stop them doing it but if, if, if it was like you where you had your addiction to gaming, mm. how do you, you there's no point in you putting a cap on yourself because you'll just remove that cap.
2: Exactly. The thing is, though, is when it comes to gaming, online gaming, it goes through, it has to go for an adult account anyway. So with my Xbox, my Xbox is on my profile. My profile is the main profile, so it's unrestricted. Yeah. When they play, you can set up parental guidances on their accounts, which all my kids have got. But in my instance, my account, no matter how many times I change my password, for some unknown reason, they seem to crack it. They seem to get it, and that's yeah. the problem I have because they're then sat on my account doing all the stuff because they know it's they can access everything. Yeah. Right. So the caps, the caps wouldn't, the caps wouldn't realistically work. What needs to happen is all these games that are, are targeting kids which we know which games target kids because they're, you know they have to have a certificate rating right so any games that are say under the under the right, uh, under Peggy 18 so targeting children there shouldn't be anything that you have to pay for on it
1: well you never used to have to did you you pay for the initial no, no. game yeah, you yeah. pay for the initial game and then you were you were good to go basically Exactly. But again, you, you were able to complete that game as well. So there was there was a cycle with them where they could always earn money because once you completed it and the next one comes out, you buy the next one.
2: Yeah, but that's that's a one-off purchase. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's not a continuous purchase, continuous. It's not continuous yeah. transactions. Now, you take, for instance, a game called World of Warcraft. Massive, massive online player game. In order for you to play that game, you have to pay a monthly subscription while you pay that monthly subscription when they bring out an, up, uh, an expansion pack you then have to pay for that expansion pack now these expansion packs are 30 40 50 pound at time so not only are you paying for the expansion packs you're also paying your monthly subscription by the end of the year it's 120 quid right so you pay an 120 pound so each expansion pack comes out every two years so it's 240 pound just to play the game and then an extra 50 pound to progress to the next stage.
1: So, so a, in two a,
2: years, in two years, you're paying for, nearly £300.
1: A lot of this is actually, it's going actually across the internet, isn't it? You look at um, Microsoft Office now, you used to pay a one, one-off one fee for Microsoft Office, and you'd have it, and that was it.
0: Yeah, now that's it's Microsoft a monthly,
1: monthly subscription. Um, Adobe is exactly the same. You know, it's, they're all, awesome all realised they can make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, is, so it's, it's, all, the same, it's the same with Xbox now. Xbox used to do uh, Xbox Gold which was a hmm. subscription to play with people online, right? You could always access things like Netflix, now TV, so you could always watch stuff online for free through your Xbox account. But if you wanted to play with somebody else on a multiplayer game, you had to have their Live, which is their their like, membership subscription. They scrapped that when they brought out the new Xbox and built it into what's called the Xbox Game Pass. Now, that's like, I think I paid nearly £11 for my one for the Game Pass, and I have to pay that monthly. Okay, you get access to free games, which is what it is worth its money in the fact that you get access to free games. Um, and I can cross-platform so I can get... out Because I pay for the, the ultimate Game Pass, I get for the access for the PC, the Xbox, and I can download stuff on my phone as well. But without that subscription, you can't play with people online. So, in essence, what is the purpose of the internet for gaming? Because you're paying for your internet... Then you've got to pay then you're paying for your console which aren't cheap. Hmm. then you're paying for the game which again isn't cheap and then you've got to pay a, a monthly subscription in order to play with your friends. so then it, that then also can lead to bullying at school because then you've got kids at school who can't afford their subscription and then they get called all the names of the son because their parents are on furlough or their parents are struggling, maybe they've separated so they haven't got the finances. And they get bullied because they can't get online because and then he goes oh but it's only three quid a month but that three quid a month is a meal
1: mm-hmm.
2: do, do you know what i mean and and these are what what
0: i would say privileged kids don't understand and i've been I, saying like especially with this um, with the lockdown that's happened we're gonna have a very class is balance in this because um you've got to do your work from home but how about if you've just got dad's phone you've got three kids and dad's got to work on his phone or so you'll fall yeah. behind or and for all these little things, you know, um, like, as you said, like at the moment where we haven't been allowed to leave our houses. So but I don't want to talk to Lee, Mom, but Kev, we haven't got the money. But uh, Steve's going to pick on us. And then you'll think, well, that three, six, ten, twenty, whatever, you think, oh, I can't afford it. But I'm not having my baby bullied. So what happens? Exactly. You fall back. You fall back. Then the little shit buys something that you don't know he's bought and you have to pay for it before you know it. Poor mum and dad are pulling their hair out because they just can't afford.
2: Exactly. And like I say, it's a vicious trap to be caught in when it comes to gaming. It's not even just gaming. It's, it's any form of tech. It's, it's You just get into that vicious cycle. Once you fall into the trap, it's hard to get out of. And like I say, Kev, I've been there. It took me nearly two years to get back on track with my wife after... And that was playing World of Warcraft. Because it, it, it's... a uh, it's one of these games where you just want to level up and you look at your XP bar and it's, it's about that far off leveling. You go to a, I'll be off in a minute. I'm just going to level up by the time you look down again, you've leveled up, but you're that much closer to the next level. So then you just want to do it again. And next week, you know, that 10 minutes at half an hour becomes four hours becomes five hours. Right. So then I got into a cycle where I wasn't coming off my computer till three, four, five o'clock in the morning, going to bed, waking up seven, eight o'clock in the morning, having my breakfast, jumping back on the same game same on the computer and doing the, repeating the cycle all over again, only coming off when I, you know, I wanted something to eat. And in the end, I missed my daughter's pregnancy, my wife's pregnancy with my daughter. I missed 90% of it because I wasn't focused on her. I was focused on the game. And it does, it, it really can take over your life when it comes to gaming, especially not just kids, but adults as well. So, how did you
1: break
2: that cycle, Steve? Lost my wife, mate. She left me. She left me. She took my kids. That was just the final the, straw. The, the shock and
1: the yeah. The but they, it,
2: it wasn't as simple as that, though. Lee. It still took it still took a fair few years for me to get break the cycle because any time I went back on the game, that game, I got back into the cycle of just want to do it, just want to do it. And then in the end, my wife says, "That's it. No, this is your final. You're not having a PC." You're not having that type of game. So I couldn't argue the case because you know it was it was destroying my relationship. So for for about 10 years I went without a PC. I point back refused weren't weren't allowed to get when I didn't want one. Then I got into Xbox and I started getting into the same the same routine when it comes to Minecraft. Right? Now, Minecraft to me is not a game, it's a job. I build content for the marketplace. So now my time is spent doing that but when i first got into the game it was vicious it was literally going around in the same thing i'll be off in a minute just want to build this just want to complete this and then yeah in the end she was like if you don't come off you're going to lose your xbox as well and that's when it clicked if i don't make these changes now it's going to affect me later on now uh like two years ago three years ago i've got a pc i've got world of warcraft on my computer am i bothered with it no Am I bothered with Minecraft on my PC? No, unless, unless I have to go and build, uh, do content. Um, one of the other games I play is Euro Truck Sim, American Truck Sim, driving a truck around uh, Europe, around America. But get, my computer does not phase me at all now. I'm not bothered if I go anywhere if I'm not. But it's took, it took like nearly third,
0: 12, 13 years to break that cycle of getting off my computer. I mean, everything you've described to me there is an addiction because... You know, when uh, you're having a drink and you go, i will just open a can, I'll wait until the end of this programme. And then you finish that can, you have another can, and another programme started, oh, well, I'm into this now. And with any addiction, you reward yourself, I've done that well, I'll have a camp, I'll have a plan in the game, or I've had a real bad day, I'll have a can. I'll have a game. As soon as yeah. day, or we're either rewarding ourselves for doing well, or we're picking ourselves up because we've done bad. And it, yeah. it, it, that, that's whether you're a smoker, drinks, coats, whatever whatever your voice is, is an addiction. And I think we've got to treat addictions mm-hmm. as an addictions. Yeah. But how would you treat gaming addiction though? When you... I was thinking the problem... that
1: myself. I problem... think thinking that myself, Steve, sorry. Um, if you, if you've got an addiction to alcohol, cigarettes, you've physically got to go somewhere to buy those things to, yeah. to aid that addiction. with gaming, it's on your phone, it's on your TV, you, you, it's literally, you're surrounded, on not you? Unless you live in the woods, we know, we know um, no electricity, no connectivity. It's everywhere. But that's
0: yeah, it's, that's it's, why alcoholism's always been uh, more <coughs> accepted because booze is at every party than a heroin user or a cocaine user because you you have to walk that off licenses. <coughs> but as you said, on every mobile phone, on every small television we are bamboozled by tech aren't we so it must be how do you as you say i'm gonna go and sleep in a tent in the woods mm. they have bloody wi-fi it's it's it's
2: literally shoved down your throat it's 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 yeah. one of the it, it's an addiction that costs you money but gives the higher powers money <laughs> yeah. so like with with alcohol with drugs and fags if you come off it, you're not spending money on it but when you're bored
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If 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 you're a recovering alcoholic or a, a recovering drug addict, you're not going to touch those substances. If you're sat in your house bored, what's the first thing you're going to turn to? TV. it's not even yeah. you know, that. It's it, it's TV. TV. It's 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 a it's a dead it's a dead subject these days, right? No. Nobody really watches TV unless they're unless they you know true to their soaps. So therefore, pick up your phone on social media. If you're not on social media, you're playing games. And it's the same with games consoles. It's easy enough to pull on your games console and sit there playing a the game. So if you're going to do stuff like that, then it's easy, for you to, it's easy for you to purchase stuff and go through money with ease because you're purchasing stuff. It's there at your fingertips. You've not Like you said, you ain't got to go to the shop to buy a can. You ain't got to go and meet somebody to get yourself your next fix. It's right at your fingertips.
0: And if, even like we back in the day, we used to channel surf. The advert will come on and you channel surf. Nowadays, as soon as the advert's are on, you've picked up Instagram, whatever whatever your device is, all a yeah. game. And often, like you're sat there watching a program you really want to watch, still scrolling at your phone, getting that yeah. dopamine hit of, oh, someone's like the Black Country bloke. <laughs> oh, great, thank you. Someone's commented, oh, great, I didn't like it. Never mind, though. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we, we're addicted to that gratification. And as you said about spending, I'm a cash man. I like to put my hand in my pocket and go, I've got £20 or I've got £100 or I've got £2.50. And I hand it over. But my, my wife is, she bases everything on the internet because it's easier. But that's like a casino, you're not sure how much money you're really spending until the end of the month.
2: Exactly. And, and, and it's the same with us. See, I hate cash. My wife hates cash. Everything we pay for, we pay for via Apple Pay. Right? It's electronic. And, and there's many times where we've looked in the bank and thought, I could have sworn we had more than that. Yeah. Because you don't think, you go to a shop, you go, oh, I'll have that, 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 boom, scan your phone. Done. Next shop, I'll have that, 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 boom, scan your phone. So that means your, your wages, you get, you get paid that day, you pick up 1,200 quid. Already by the time that day is up you spent what four or five hundred pound? And on what? That's and then you think now on what? What have I spent that type of money on? Because it's just boom, 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 straight away. Every time you just put your phone down. And people people
1: have lost the value of money
2: now. Mm
1: -hmm. But it's when Sorry. sorry, sorry, Kev, we've got a question in from Stan. They'll bring it up. So question for you all Do you think there are any healthy addictions out there?
0: Well, they, they say, like, exercise, they say reading. I it,
1: to me, Kev, okay, well, I think if it's an addiction, it's gone past being healthy no matter what yeah, it yeah.
0: is. Yeah,
2: it's going to well. affect you. If, if it's an addiction, it's going to affect your life no matter what because you're going to – addiction, to me, is selfish. It's something that you want to do irregardless to who it's going to affect.
1: Perfect. I mean, I think I had an addiction to, to exercise when I was boxing because if I missed a session – not, a, not even a box. If I missed a training session of any kind, I'd just feel shit. I'd feel... And I don't mean feel shit in my body. I mean in my head. I was like, crap. I haven't done that. I haven't done that. I've got to do it. I've got to go ahead and do it. And in the end, i will end up doing it, no matter how tired and not useful that was for me at that point. Because we all know when you're training to that degree, one of the most important parts of your training is actually rest. So if you're, if you're doing that and you're not resting... Then
0: it's detrimental and it's an addiction again. Exactly. I think as you've I think you both said it because so I was gonna say reading So but I was going to say once it becomes an addiction, it it, it, it it's overtaken part of your life. There's been determined as in I will succeed, I will be the best, I will and then it's having an addiction where nothing else is led to into your life. So yeah, I think you're banged on.
1: Yeah, I mean Sorry, Kate, but you think about reading, but in the end, if that, if that, because reading, it does seem like there wouldn't be an addiction to, to reading at all, would there? There wouldn't be anything wrong with sitting down and reading a book, no matter how many you read. But actually, it's the time that you're taking to read that book. That, that could be time that you're away from your family. So it has, again, it has, it can have a detrimental effect, something as simple as, as having an addiction to reading, which, you, again, you think is good, but it's probably not. If it's an addiction, it tends to be a bad thing. I
0: mean, what do you think, Steve, about these new... Um, I know some of my friends have got the VR sets, the virtual reality sets. I th- yeah. I think you were literally... It's like something out of, like, Lawnmower Man, if anyone remembers that movie, where you, you're plugging yourself oh. into something. And I, I've read and heard of people who have starved to death anyway because they've been so addicted to World of Warcraft and other things. But plugging yourself into something where everything you see and everything is real to me that it's getting scary how
2: far we've come yeah it's it's basically immersing yourself into virtual reality and then it this is where it's going to start affecting people as in how can you distinguish from virtual reality to reality you know what i mean Mm -hmm. how would you know if it gets to the point where you're constantly wearing these headsets and with the way technology is advancing graphics is only going to get better Mm-hmm. So if you're putting a headset on and your headset is no different to looking through your own eyes mm-hmm. and seeing the world as it is what's to say what's real and what's not so it's called the matrix effect all right. so you've seen you've heard, you've seen the film matrix yeah? Yeah, yeah yeah so it's basically it's based on that's the matrix effect so how do you how would you distinguish the difference between reality and reality and this is where technology is going this is where technology is going to end up leading us
1: I think sorry. I think uh, we've got a great comment here that uh, kind of explains it. So Stefan Boyle, thanks for listening, Stephen. It's the first time listening. Um, all addictions have the same triggers. They make you feel better, but they creep up, creep up on new, and you lose control. Okay. And that's correct. You know you don't you don't know you're you're an addict to a certain point do you? and it's usually way past the point it should be.
0: But well, I've never met an addict who started it to be an addict. So I've never met a heroin user who went, I'm going to spend the next 20 years on heroin or coke or booze or, you know, everyone who has the first fag goes, I'm going to be smoking these for the next 40 years. Everyone always thinks it won't get me. I've seen everything around me, but, you know, I'll, be all, I'll have a play with it until it's too late. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely right.
1: And it does, it just creeps up on you before you know it. You can't go without that thing. Innit? And for most addictions, you have to go, I think, for me personally, you have to go cold turkey to get off it. Just and what's Harold it
0: saying? It takes it takes strength, it takes courage to ask for the help, but twice as much twice as much courage to accept the help. And that can be, but when you're packing any addiction in, you can't do it for your daughter, you can't do it for your mom, your dad, your brother, whatever. It comes to that point where they are factors while you're doing it. But at the end of the day, you've got to do it for yourself and you've got to realise, do I want to stop? There's a difference between I'm, I'm, I'm stopping to, you know, I'm going to stop tomorrow or I'm going to try to stop. You've got to do it. Don't try. Do it if you're going to do it and do it for you.
1: I think, yeah, you're definitely right. I think uh, where kind of family, friends come into it, they tend to be the wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't, you know, you have to do it for yourself, but they tend to be the wake-up call that makes you realise that you are an addict, um, and then you can you can look to how you sort that. And that's what well,
0: I've enjoyed doing these group uh, these sessions. Because I find myself being a rather worldly person, and I've been through a lot of scrapes and I've talked to people, but there's so many different things there to be. Yeah? Until it's brought into your your, your, your knowledge, are you ever going to know about it? And I think it's brilliant a lot of people like you, Steve, coming on here and talking about it because if we hadn't have talked, I'd, I'd never have known in a million years that it was affecting so many different pockets of people's lives from debt, gambling, bullying, grooming, uh, relationships. All these things, to me, just didn't exist because it was just people playing the game. I think.
2: I think, like I say, because it's... Because it's an unpoliced world, and it's not monitored the way it should be. It isn't out there for parents, unless parents are going through it themselves. Parents aren't made aware of the dangers that are involved in online gaming or computers or anything like that. You know what I mean? Back when we were kids, we were always forced to go outside and play. I think with, with the way parenting's gone now with the digital ages, more parents you know, they're happy to have their child just sit there and watch someone on YouTube or they're happy for them to play a computer game because it's just easier. You know where your child is at all times. You haven't got that fear. If your child goes out on the street, what's going to happen to him out there? You know your child's upstairs in his bedroom playing, here, you know, playing on their computer or just watching someone on YouTube. So they're safe up there, but not actually knowing that whilst they're doing that, they're not, you know, being socially prepared the way we were prepared when we were growing up being out on the street, being streetwise, you know what I mean. That's that 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 we seem to have lost that this
1: generation. I, I mean, I don't want to speak speak for you two, but I I could probably say that we're all guilty of that as well. You know, this is oh, yeah. we're not here preaching that we're the saints and we don't stick our kids in front of an iPad. But you've got to highlight it and and I suppose make changes because if yeah. not, where's it going to end up?
2: Exactly. I mean, it's 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 Easter holidays now. The kids have been in lockdown. They've been doing their schoolwork in lockdown that's been sent home. But now they're in the point where it's Easter holidays. They're not getting that schoolwork. They're under your feet. I've got five children. My wife, she's, she's on furlough, but she still works a couple of days a week. When she's at work, the easiest thing for me to do is let them play on tech because they're not under my feet. So therefore, I can continue doing what I need to do, which is prep dinner, make sure the house is tidy, make sure they've got clean clothing so I can do all the washing. Um, if not, And they're not on tech. They're under my feet. They're fighting with each other. They're arguing with each other. It's dad, 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 every five seconds. So then I don't get a break. And then it it then comes down to, I'm going to snap because I'm not getting my release pressure. I've got nowhere to go and, you know, release, you know, have that relief for myself because no matter what room you go in, there's a child there or a child follows you. You can't, I can't go out because they'll come to the door. Do you know what I mean? So my, the easy for me, easy, easy for me, It's just to say, well, you go on this computer, you go on that computer, you go on TV. You know, I've got three, I've got two Xboxes, I've got a PlayStation, I've got a smart TV, I've got two PCs. That's my tech in my house. Yeah. So there's more than enough tech for me to just say to the kids, you do this and that. The only person who don't let play games consoles is my daughter, my youngest daughter. She watches the TV. So and if it cuts off, it's because my phone's on one (laughs) percent. So just (laughs) I've been trying, I've been trying to charge it in the meantime. That's why I keep muting my mic, but. I, think, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think, think I'm losing the
0: battle. <laughs> no, but, but see, I mean, we've had 45 minutes with you, so your phone's going to die, but you've really, really opened my eyes up to it. So I feel... Do you want to just quickly advertise our coffee thing? Sorry, now? Kev,
1: before you do that, uh, we, we do have another comment in that I think is quite prominent and need bringing up. So if your, fa- if your battery goes, it goes, mate. We'll, we'll just crack on without you. I'll <laughs> try. That's That's it. Put it on charge and mute for now. We might be good. Anyway, so Stephen's commented again, and he says, "I am not good with games. I'm a 52-year-old bloke. My addiction was booze, where I have gave up for six months and then again last year. My problem was that I was bullied at work, and now I finally sorted it out. We are all bloody humans, and everyone makes mistakes. Sorting it out and moving on takes real courage." And it's that last line there. That is exactly true. Sorting on and moving on takes real courage. Oh, I yeah, agree. Can... So I was just going to say thank you for commenting. Yeah.
0: I always think, and I was thinking, I'll say this a lot uh, if anyone's ever seen that movie, uh, that program, My Name is Earl. And he, he goes around, he's a right booger, and a a list of everyone who's ever wronged that he's got to go and say so to that person. I don't agree with it. Whatever I whatever I did yesterday, I can't do nothing about it. I can apologise to the person, but I can't make it better. But all I can do is change people's lives today and tomorrow. Yesterday's happened. We've got to learn from it and move on from it today. And with addictions, it's, we, I've had addictions. You know, I know how it feels. We, we will relapse every so often, but be aware of it. Just because you relapse today doesn't mean you've got to relapse tomorrow, if that makes sense. Don't beat yourself up. It's a journey we're on. As long as we're moving forward, sometimes we will stumble backwards, but keep on trying to push forwards. if that helps. Steve, yeah, is there anything yeah. you want to say, bro? Well, it's, yeah. we're, we're all human, aren't we?
2: You know what I mean? We all have yeah. that guilty pleasure. Sometimes that guilty yeah. pleasure tends to go a little bit further and turns into something like an addiction. But yeah. then like, like people say, it takes a lot of courage for somebody to come out and admit they've got a problem. Yeah, But nobody, nobody should be shunned for it. Not at all. Yeah. You know, if you've got a problem, you need to talk about it. Whether it's gaming, whether it's any form of mental health, there's always people out there that have got ears and that will listen to you. They will take time out of their day, just like you guys do. You take time out of your own lives to sit back and listen, and help other people with their problems, and and it's credit to you guys, you know what I mean, you don't get many men that do that, and men do get shunned for, you know, uh, you, you're weak because you show emotion, or you're weak because you can't handle your stuff, but, you know, they're they're probably not in your position, they've probably not been in your position, they've probably got the easiest life, because they still live at home with their folks, and they haven't got a family to consider, do you know what I mean? It's, life, life situations, Determine how a person reacts at the end of the day, and and like I said, nobody should be shunned for having, you know, to be to have their voice heard.
0: And I think more of us, close and women, our brothers, our sisters, whoever you are, more we can openly talk about our flaws and realize because when you're going through it, no matter what you've been through, at that point you feel like you're the only person in the world, and you feel silly for bringing it up because you're thinking, what have I got to moan about? Or or he's had it worse than me. No matter what you're going through, not to take away from your pain, the anguish, you're not the only person who's going through it. So more of us can talk about it, the better. So hopefully more people talk about it. No one should suffer in silence. Lee?
1: Yep. So just want to mention we've set up... Um... Sorry, Steve, I'm going to have to mute you, mate. That's driving me soft. That's me, Steve, a it. Mute him off. There we go, that's a better. So, yeah, we've set up um, Buy Me A Coffee. And you can find that on www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the BCB. And the reason we've set this up is because the support groups in this, this, this podcast, um, obviously it costs money for us to do. Um, and we just we just want to cover our costs, really, and put a bit back in and doing a bit more for the community and, and, and blokes for mental health. So everything we earn off this and everything we earn off our hoodies and our T-shirts, it all goes back into supporting men's mental health. So please, people, go out there, buy a T-shirt, donate to us on Buy Me A Coffee um, so we can all help more people.
0: And it's not for wages. It's nothing like that. It's not not that we can go on holiday at the moment. (laughs) It's not that we can do anything. But it's just so we can put back in because, you know, the overheads, internet and everything else. When we're, when we're back at the studio next week, we'll be the week after all to social distancing and all this nonsense. But we are getting back there, so anything else. Um, if you'd like to join the support group that Steve comes to, as well as many others, it is every Wednesday, at the Lions ABC in Briley Hill, DY59AH. Well done for remembering, Kevin. And we yeah. start the set. Kev, Kev. You got it wrong, mate. Dy 5 dy five, free ri. That's yeah. <laughs> Dy five, free ri. Just in case uh-huh. you're listening to us on um, on our podcast. And by the way, you can find us if you want to listen to the podcast. If you listen to YouTube, I say you can find us on all podcast platforms. But if you'd like to come to support group, I say ABC, Dy five, uh,
1: free ri, and what's our website Lee? Sorry, mate. I'll just I'll finish off with you. You're, you're a bit off today, yeah. So all of that is also <laughs> COVID-safe. So it's all COVID-safe. You're all temperature tech. Come in. There is also you have to. We send you an online form with about three questions on 24 hours before, just to make sure you're not suffering any symptoms. Um, but we are limited to 15 spaces. So if you would like to come along, get in touch with with us. at uh, Black Country blokes at gmail.com um, and, and from next week we are going to be doing
0: like we'll start with a half an hour to 45 minute chat then we're going to do about half an hour boxing all aba rules no no sparring it'll be learn your basics your stance, shake guard we'll do some one minute rounds sounds easy if you have a blown you'll be blowing out your ass little bit stretched down then we'll carry on the conversation Cause often us blokes is, hey, okay, how are you doing? Oh, my bloody wife, do me head in. hit the bags for me. And you go, you know what, I'm in a bad place. I'm pissed off. So let's get their endorphins going. Let's get the conversation flowing. Let's help one another. And once again, that's for free. And what the Lions and the BCB are going to be doing from the 20th of April, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 10:30 to 11:30 a.m. It'll be for free, so you can come up. You'll have to book your slots in. You'll be able to do boxing, boxing training, where we can do pads outside, learn some skills, Where we can get out the house and do a bit of training. So my nan always said, "The devil makes work of our lands," and when we've got nothing to do, we go on them games. We have a fad. we have an early drink, we do whatever, and none of it's good for us. We're also going to do ladies only, and that will be on a Wednesday and Friday at eleven thirty. So women can come to the blows classes, but men will not be able to go to the ladies class. that will be a safe place for ladies to come and train. So once again, if you've got any information, if you have any questions, either email the BCB or find the Lions on Lions Amateur Boxing Club. Get people out there, get people training hard, talking. Let's make it better. Let's give the stigma of mental health a go. So it's going to be hopefully me, Lee, and Aaron on Tuesday. Uh, normal time. We're going back to a Tuesday, and we're going to stay on a Tuesday for the next few weeks. We've got some brilliant things coming up soon. Hopefully, our, our feature on Central News will be sometime in this month to keep your eyes open. Now, Steve, have you got any quotes or sayings that have helped you get through life, or any anything you can pick out the air? We're still muted him.
2: Oh, sorry. I was just plugging my headset back in so the phone didn't die. <laughs> um, uh, it's just just onwards and upwards, really. If, you know, if, you, you'd always get there if you just push
0: through the barriers. Well, oh, thank you, bro, for coming on. No worries. So You're until we, so until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Turn around bit.
1: listen.
0: And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta Listen, listen,
1: listen.